0: Welcome to the Create a Push, an intimate and diverse podcast for creators. Here, artists and makers of all kinds share tips, knowledge, advice, and inspiration that you can learn from. I'm your host, Sherry O'Neill, a photographer, artist, and educator. This podcast is part of my Learn and Create platform, helping artists further their education through creativity, art, and business. Today's guest is Hunter West. He's a songwriter, a singer, and a musician. He also plays in the band Westbound Revival. I recently met Hunter at the Bands at the Barn event that my friends David and Susan put on that helps benefit local artists here in Nashville. So Hunter, tell me about yourself and why you chose to be in music as a creative path.
1: Well, it's one thing that I've always been passionate about. You know, people my age was listening to rap music and I was listening to Ray Charles, you know, in the bedroom. And and it was just always something that kind of stuck with me, you know. And um, I like the stories behind the songs and I like the uh, the stories behind the people that write the songs.
0: What would you say your genre of music is?
1: Mine that I, that I most enjoy playing, and I, I write in, in a bunch of different genres, but most enjoyable for me to play is probably like blues, blues rock, southern rock, maybe a little hint of country in there somewhere.
0: And do you write your own songs or do you co-write with other people or both?
1: I wrote myself mostly before I moved to Nashville in late 2022. I've done some co-writes since I've been here.
0: Tell me about your childhood, your family life. Did you have anyone creative in your life?
1: For the longest time, no. I grew up, it's kind of like one side was good and, and one side was bad with mine. I'm on my mom's side of the family, we're real close. So we lived next to my grandparents. Most of my childhood. And, and, you know, we grew food out of the garden and lived country, you know. And on my dad's side, he was in and out of prison all the time. And I've witnessed him do some some terrible things to my grandparents and, you know, kind of have that trauma there with it. And when my stepdad came along, he's the one that influenced me to start playing. He's the one that got me my first guitar. So really, it's because of him that I, that I started playing.
0: Where did you grow up? Where, what town, city, state?
1: It's a little town called Bald Knob, Arkansas. Okay. In the middle of nowhere, about an hour and a half from Memphis.
0: Once your stepfather kind of got you introduced into music, how did that kind of blossom? What came out of that?
1: It was so cathartic. When I started playing guitar, I was 14, almost 15. I initially loved all the music that he listened to, ZZ Top, Jimi Hendrix, and It just was real cathartic for me because I didn't have nothing after high school, you know, and I'd already started writing. And so I started gigging at 18. I'm 30 now. So I've been doing it about 13 years. Man, it's just opened up a whole new world to me. It gave me confidence as a shy kid, middle of nowhere. So kind of like therapy, really. It really is. Same reason people listen to it. Do you
0: think that the trauma and all that that you mentioned with your real dad, do you think that translates into some of your songs?
1: I empathize with people. And then when writing, I can kind of put myself in a perspective. So some of my songs are not like first-person perspective experiences, but they're things that you can kind of think about. If you've been through trauma, you can kind of imagine how somebody could feel.
0: When did you move to Nashville and why?
1: Well, I moved to Nashville in uh, September, 2022. I had been doing so well in Arkansas. I had a bus. We had my band Mountain Revival and we were a three piece blues rock band. We had opened up for Skillet and the band called Red Sun Rising. They were pretty popular around 2015. And uh, man, we were doing so well. Playing in Dallas, we played the Gas Monkey twice. We were doing good and then COVID hit and we didn't play a show for two years. All the relationships and things took so many years to, to build. And, and I just decided I didn't want to start again unless I was somewhere that I could have more opportunities in. Who are your influences? I would say guitar wise, as cliche as it sounds, I'm a huge ACDC fan, especially 1970s ACDC. Uh, I like the Bon Scott era, the Dirty Deeds, chief and all that. Angus was so just thrashy and all that power in that little dude. And he kept that vibrato in his tone. Him and, and Jimi Hendrix, Elmore James, uh, old blues guys, guys that never really got their credit. The Allman Brothers covered a bunch of songs from Elmore James. Uh, just old blues guys, you know, slide players.
0: As a musical artist, do you feel like you've had to really kind of hone your own style or technique?
1: Oh, absolutely, yes.
0: And how would you describe that?
1: Definitely more bluesy based. I think since my since I love all types of music and I write in different genres that I'm I'm pretty versatile with my tone. I would say more bluesy probably my guitar playing. Now, vocal-wise, I'm not real sure. I, I feel weird talking about myself, you know, vocally <laughs> and feel like I'm what, either bragging on myself or something. My favorite frontman is Bon Scott from ACDC. I love Robert Plant. And of course, all the country guys, Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn. Jason Aldean was a huge influence for me. Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20.
0: So you've been in Nashville for a year now?
1: About nine months, going on nine months.
0: How's that going for you?
1: It has been awesome. It has been awesome. We were so nervous about moving here. And let me tell you, it was hell getting here. Me and my wife pulled a 35-foot trailer with a Jeep Cherokee, and luckily it had a big enough engine in it to not blow it out and we baby stepped it here and, and we struggled and struggled and struggled and finally w- the first thing we we did was go to Broadway and my wife got a, a server job down there so we started getting money in and then I started playing on Broadway on the Tootsie circuit and so I'd done that for about four months and I met Dylan and, and started playing lead for him and, and he took me to Hawaii and so I've been to Maui and, and I've only been here nine months and all these things have already happened to me. It's pretty cool, you know.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying The Creative Push. This show is a labor of love and it sure would help if you'd click the subscribe button, share with your friends and give me a thumbs up rating. If you want to support the podcast, you can offer a small monthly donation to help sustain the work and time it takes to produce future episodes. And you can cancel at any time. Click the link in the show notes for more information. Any support is greatly appreciated and I'm glad to have you here. Now let's get back to the show. What does creativity mean to you?
1: Freedom, the ability to uh, think outside the box, the ability to express yourself for sure, knowing the right way to do it. What inspires or motivates you to create? Ooh, other artists' stories. I, I really like, uh, since I'm from the Delta, smack dab in the Delta right there where all the blues greats come from, you know, I really am inspired by like the Muddy water stories. The guys that invented the genre, I mean, they they just created this completely different genre of music. And it's been hit or miss the last hundred years, but, you know, I feel like it's just always hanging in there. People love the blues.
0: Do you ever get stuck? What do you do when you get
1: stuck? Don't think about it. If a song can't come, don't don't force it.
0: Do you take a break? Is there anywhere you go or anything you do in particular?
1: No, I just try to, um, usually if I'm stuck, it's because my mind's not right anyway, and I probably need a break and i probably need to kind of breathe and let go for a little bit and you know just hang out with my wife and spend time with her and uh, just try to relax you know cuz i'm an emotional musician you know how you know manic depressive sometimes so <laughs> it gets to you sometimes you know
0: <laughs> what do you feel like is your biggest struggle
1: not knowing how to go about it the music industry is so so weird especially nowadays i mean you you do have your platforms of social media just not knowing really how to go you just got to do it People ask you how you know how did you get into doing it, and it's just like you just do it. You just start, and then it kind of starts to unfold, and you meet people. That's networking is the biggest thing, really.
0: What do you see in your future?
1: Hopefully, uh, more success, and in terms of uh, sounds bad, but more financial success. I'd like to be able to support my family, have things, and do this too, and maybe let my wife stop working because she's been uh, an anchor for me. I mean, she has sacrificed her time to work. And let me come here and, and, and chase my dream, you know, so I owe a lot to her.
0: Now, do you have management or any of that now? Or
1: I used to, but not since I moved to Nashville.
0: Is there anything that you'd like to learn that you haven't learned yet?
1: There's a bunch of guitar riffs that I want to learn. I guess uh, more patience, you know, to breathe. And I think since I've gotten to Nashville, it's... Life has kind of showed me, hey, things will work out if you just you know you do you go about it the right way and, and stay faithful to it.
0: How are you marketing your music right now?
1: That's the part of the whole industry trick there, man, it's tough. I just post as much as possible. I've been doing this 13 years, so I got a lot of fans from back home that support me. really I, i'm I'm learning that as I go now too, especially being in Nashville, trying to meet people and get in different circles.
0: What's your primary platform when you
1: post? Well, since I'm 30, I started out with Facebook before all these new things. So my Facebook has the most followers on it and I'm growing my others now. But I do get the biggest pop from my Facebook still. TikTok, of course.
0: You also do Instagram? Yes what advice can you offer to someone starting out in music?
1: I used to come here to Nashville when I was 18 and it was daunting going to some of these places. And I was a decent guitar player at 18 and you go into some of these places and there's so many good pickers and singers and, and you think, man, how am I ever going to come here and be successful? But you can't think that way. You just jump in, you know, jump in. And and if you're passionate about it, let that guide you. Don't take no for an answer. You know, it's taken me this long to get here and, uh, you know, some people are better at it than I am and it'll happen faster for them if they just stick to it.
0: Tell the audience where they can find your music and where they might be able to see you play.
1: Westbound Revival, uh, that's W-E-S-T, Bound uh, Revival, like CCR, of course. That's all on iTunes and Spotify and there's SoundCloud music out there. And then my personal page is Hunter West and SoundCloud and I have a bunch of live videos on my Facebook and Instagram and all that.
0: Hunter, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to the audience today at the Creative
1: Push. I'm really appreciative of, of being here. And thank you for letting me share some of my story with you guys. I had a blast doing it. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening. As always, my intention is to offer you inspiration that excites you to want to get out there and create something amazing. Be sure to check out some of the other episodes and if you like what you've heard, please help spread the word. Give this a thumbs up, subscribe, follow, and share with others. There's more information in the show notes including links to other great stories, tips, and resources. Drop me a message or comment at any time and I hope you will sign up to be a part of this creative tribe.